Welcome to the Babes Talking Business Podcast, episode two. We are so excited for you guys to hear from our guest today. We've got Ori on the line from Jet Setter Secrets, a flight attendant who turned her passion for hosting and traveling into a six-figure income all through Airbnb. And do you want to know the craziest part of all? Doesn't own a single piece of property. I cannot wait for you guys to hear her story. Her desire to travel the world made her and her boyfriend, Chris, think outside the box on how they can manage their business online remotely while traveling the world. And you know what? They've come up with it and they're going to be sharing all of their secrets on our episode today on the Babes Talking Business podcast. Ori currently lives in Playa del Carmen in Mexico and you can catch them online on all their different social media handles. We've got all their links in the description below. So make sure you jump on jetsettersecrets.com. You can find them at at jetsettersecrets on Instagram. We hope you love this episode just as much as we did. It was so amazing to chat with Ori and hear all her secrets about how she's made her six-figure income through Airbnb. Such an amazing business. I hope you love it, guys. Here we go. (laughs) Thank you so much for jumping on this week and talking with us, lovely. Thank you for having me. (laughs) And so I would love, like, I guess I was talking to Shani, but how did I actually meet you? And I think I connected with you online probably a year or so ago because I saw that you had a passion for travel. And I was like, oh, you're always, like, at a new beach or you're sunbaking somewhere. And I was just like, what? what We actually connected um, on Instagram while I was in uh, South Africa. Yeah, I love Instagram. I like how, how good is social media? Social media is Technology, so... social media. It's amazing. And I know I was, because obviously Shani and I are really passionate about business and, and educating women and other streams of income. And that's why I was like, what are you doing? What allows you to have the lifestyle that you have? And I know when we connected, you told me a little bit about what you do. And I was like, oh my God, we need to get you on our podcast. We yeah. need you just talking about educating women about what the journey looks like and kind of, yeah, there are other options that are out there. Yeah, well, I'm super pumped. I actually can't wait to learn from you because I'm just going to be a total sponge here and be a student <laughs> and soak up all your goodness because um, I'm excited to learn. I'm sure our listeners are as well. <laughs> I think um, I think that this business is actually a new breed, uh, maybe not for many, but um, their entrepreneurship, mm. um, that's how it's, it's called these days. Um, And it's an interesting story how I started it because um, about six years ago, I decided to leave my my job. I was working, I was managing retail and it was so hectic. I used to come back at home like 10 or 11 p.m. And Mm. it was just, I had no life, (laughs) basically. (laughs) I was making good money, but I had no life. So I was like, you know what? Let me just do what I love. And I started um, thinking about what I like doing. And I was like, I love traveling and I'm really good with people. So let me just do that. And there was an open position in United Airlines and I just started flying. I was like, being a flight attendant was perfect. I, was, I could fly. <laughs> and um, But I think after a few months, I realized that in order to make an, a nice income, I will have to be up in the air many hours Mm. to and that wasn't my idea of (laughs) living (laughs) freely traveling that wasn't but I knew one day something will happen and I'll know you know my way around and it will shift somehow some way and um, it was when I took a trip to um, Ecuador and the first night we had to land in Quito 
And that was the first time I used Airbnb. And we took one room in this amazing gentleman that just opened his house. And we, I remember we had a delay in our flight and we got there about 1 a.m. He was waiting for us with open arms. Oh, wow. And we went to sleep. It was just a one-night reservation. And when we woke up, we were supposed to take a bus to Banyo. So we woke up really early around 6, and we hit the road around 8. But between 6 and 8, this gentleman made us a muesli. With, and, and he prepared this breakfast for us. And I was like, I was blown away from like this experience. I was like, what's going on here? This is like the perfect, this is the perfect thing for me. I, I was just imagining me inviting people to my home and hosting them. This would just be natural. And at that time I had, um, I had this amazing roommate. We were s- such good friends and she got pregnant and she had to leave. And as I'm, having this breakfast i was like this is perfect i'm just gonna when i go back (laughs) she has to leave and i can turn that extra room and host people from all over the world and meet new people and just it was perfect Mm -hmm. so i stayed in ecuador for about a month and i learned spanish and it was just a great experience because in banos that little town they didn't speak english at all yeah right so it was my opportunity to to get on my spanish and I came back and with, I remember it was a 1500 to rent, 1550 to rent it per month. And back then for me, it was like, how am I going to afford this by myself? <laughs> and um, I came back, I furnished that other room with, you know, the little that I had and I started hosting. Hopefully I was like, hopefully I can get this going. And um, I remember it took about three weeks until I got my first guest and I was so excited. And <laughs> this was, this was for me, I was like, Oh my God, I'm hosting someone in my own house and let's see how it's going to be. Cause you basically, the way you think about it in the beginning is like, you have a stranger in your totally. house. You don't know him. It was a guy, a professional. He was coming for, um, I remember it was a convention and this was the perfect location for him. So he kind of like, I, I didn't have any reviews. It was just my first booking. Really? And um, he came. It was awesome. I gave him all the information he needed to know and prepared him. But I, I had no idea what I'm doing. Of <laughs> <laughs> it was like my very first reservation. Um, and it was awesome. It all went smooth. So I was like, okay, there's something in here. So once I acquired my first review... Um, and he it was a five-star review. He wrote so many good things because I was like, you know, you're caring. You you bring people to your own home and it's kind of really? like you want them to have a good time and be comfortable even though they're in your own home. Yeah. Um, and they're seeing you, you know, you kind of like cross path in the living room. <laughs> Are you ever like, oh my God, I can't just, I've got to like, close what am I doing? Like, like do I say hi? Yeah. Do I talk to him? Do I leave him alone? Oh, <laughs> what so if they're fun. not a morning person? You're like, oh, I'm in my own house. But like. <laughs> and I love cooking. I was like, should I invite him for dinner? And I did that on the third day. Um, this was about five days uh, booking. And on the third day, I told him, hey, I'm going to make dinner tonight if you're coming back early and you want to have dinner. Kind of like, you know, we get to know each other. That's awesome. <laughs> so he joined, he joined me for dinner and it was great. And what really made me understand what this business is all about is after a few reservations, I realized that one room 
is cover covers the entire rent plus I'm making money. Yeah, so I was like, right. Damn. this is a bit, there's a business model here. <laughs> I'm on something here. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I started, um, I started hosting more and more and getting more reviews. And I remember the first challenge was um, I'm a flight attendant, right? I've still kept my job and I'm doing this as a side hustle, trying to figure out what's going on. And the first um, time I had some, uh, a few days available, I had a trip to Mexico that I had, mm-hmm. it was a vacation with my girls. And I had a feeling that I have to prepare, you know, I was like, I called my housekeeper at that point. I started by cleaning the apartment by myself. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but after a while, I was like, okay, this is taking too long. Yeah. <laughs> Let me pay someone to do this. Yeah. So I called my housekeeper. We prepared the apartment, and then I flew to Mexico. And But what I didn't figure out was the keys. I had oh. my friend with the keys, but I was like, if I get this last-minute reservation, I, my friend can come, da-da-da. So guess what? I'm in Mexico on the beach. I'm getting this last minute reservation. My girl is at work. Nobody can come oh, to no. give those keys. <laughs> terrible mistake. But then I realized, okay, so this business is great, but because I'm a flight attendant, I have to realize how I'm going to automate this business mm. without really being there, just having it remotely kind of like running. Yeah. I didn't understand how I'm going to do this, but when I came back, I lost that reservation. I didn't have, and it was, it was mm. cool. I was like, it's a learning experience. Yeah. Let's see what I can do. Totally. So I pulled out some videos on YouTube on how to install a keypad lock. <laughs> I love <laughs> YouTube. I love YouTube. I seriously, I, I use YouTube to teach myself everything. <laughs> I know, right? It's like the, the best school in the world. Absolutely. <laughs> right there for you. And um, so I did it step by step. I bought the keypad lock and I installed it. And ever since, all of my apartments have that keypad and I don't need to worry about people checking in, last minute reservations. Mm-hmm. And obviously building a team that can be solid while you're away so yeah. you have someone to take care of the apartments, to clean the apartments, kind of like be your eyes and ears mm-hmm. when you're away. Yeah. And um, so this way I can just remotely yeah. manage everything. And from one apartment, when I realized that the model that you can rent an apartment for 1500 but really rent it short term between three and 4000 yeah. so you're making... So why do I even need to buy a property? Yeah. I don't need to buy a property. I can make passive income. It's a it's a new type of passive, a new form yeah. of passive income. I just don't need the properties. So I didn't need to all the now risk. Like, have all this equity behind me and buy properties. And yeah. I just acquired more rental properties and then it's just a numbers game. So if one apartment makes two thousand a month and you always want to keep the apartment you know, it, it needs to be affordable. You're not there. To, you're not a hotel. Yeah. You're trying to kind of like make people have the luxury of traveling. Like big families can afford mm-hmm. $200 per night versus yeah. they have to have three hotel rooms. Totally. So to me, it was just a numbers game. And I was like, okay, so if I have six apartments, I can make 12000 a month. And if I have 10 apartments, I can make... 20s. So. so for our <laughs> listeners who are like tuning in, because I know this is how I'm thinking, I'm like, 
So you haven't bought any properties, like the ones that you're making residual income just off the ones that you rent. So how does that work? Like you go and get approved for a place and then you your name's on the lease, but then you're renting a room out? Is that what, how you're right. doing it? So, so what you do, so I, so first I was renting just one room. Yeah. Because, and then I realized, um, maybe people don't really want to live with me. <laughs> Why not? I'd like to live with you. Yeah, you make me dinner. <laughs> maybe like I'm, I'm cool and all that, but maybe they're not like excited to live with me. So, <laughs> so maybe it's going to be a good idea to just rent the entire space. Yeah. So I was living back then in a two bedroom apartment. So one time I, I listed the entire apartment as a two bedroom. I was like, let's give it a shot. See if that works. So I went to sleep by my girlfriend. <laughs> I love renting. that. I got my first big booking for the two bedroom and that was, and I, I realized that works better yeah. and that makes more money. So I was like, okay, so I need to now have just an entire uh, two bedroom or one bedroom. It doesn't matter, but people just want to be by themselves. Mm. Yeah. So, um, and they probably, now I actually know that they, they don't want to meet you either. <laughs> some people don't like, I'm going to be it's straight really like, up there. I, just- yeah. I sometimes like when I go stay at an Airbnb, I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope they're not there. <laughs> I know that sounds so bad. Yeah. I totally and I totally get that. I was like, yeah, you can be. So they want someone to be reliable and explain and prepare them for their vacation. Because sometimes most people come from different countries. Sometimes mm-hmm. they don't speak English very well, but you just want to prepare them and make them comfortable. Yeah. But then they don't want to meet you. It's kind of sometimes awkward mm-hmm. for them, maybe for you. <laughs> I can just be my sassy me and you know, meet yeah. all my guests, but sometimes they, they just don't want too to. much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, let me just be me. If they want to, they probably will, you know, they will message me and say, Hey, you're going to be there. And that's probably about 5% of my mm-hmm. entire guests that kind of like check if yeah. I'm going to be there or, yeah. but yeah. now it's just, I'm not there. Awesome. So I realized it's better to just rent it as it is. Yeah. And when I do, I, um, I speak to the landlords I show them the benefits of having me as a tenant because I have one landlord that I have five properties with. He realized after two properties that this is great and the apartments are always at, at top-notch conditions. There's someone that is always taking care of the housekeeper mm-hmm. is coming every week probably because the turnover is yeah. quick. And um, so the condition is great. I take care of everything and he has a one-stop shop. So good. One person give them the rent and yeah, he's happy. So other homeowners later on realize the same thing. Well, it, it, I guess it depends how you present it and you know the credibility. But totally. it takes time to build that. But once you have that chance with one landlord, you can just keep continue. renting. And so, yeah. how many properties do you have at the moment that you're renting? So right now we have. Two different models. One model is where we take a rental, we lease it for a year, two years, and then we short. We I invest the money in furniture, mm-hmm. and I do my magic there to make it kind of like cozy and inviting. And the entire investment is on me, but also the all the profits I'm gaining. It's yeah. nothing with the landlord. Yeah. And then the other model that we have. This is six apartments that I have in this model. Mm-hmm. And then we have another seven, seven homes 
which are now in different countries. It's in Costa Rica and now in Mexico, which you basically, there's other vacation homes and owners that they don't want to deal with this. So you already have a platform and you can just mm -hmm. plug their homes into what we're doing already. So right now, I think on my account, there's close to 600 reviews and 600 reviews with an average of four to five people. It's like over 2,000 guests yeah. that have been hosting in the past five years. So it's easy to just plug in and people will just book them right away because you have the credibility in the community. Yeah. So um, so now what we do, we just, the other properties we just manage and I get the bookings, I drive the traffic and they get the bookings and we just take a percentage, which works well because vacation homes in Costa Rica and, and Mexico are bigger. Yeah. So the price per night is different than what I do in New Jersey. So yeah. it's a nice, uh, I'm not and sure. no investment because... Yeah, I was no going to say, I'm not sure what it's like in Australia, but when I'm thinking about like that, I don't know if that, how that would work. You do find that most real estates, like, do you find that real estates have an issue with you airbnb it out to other people? Like, do you have to be really upfront with them? You couldn't just go and rent it for yourself, then they find it later on online at an Airbnb <laughs> website. Because I feel like so many people so I know, like, rent, and they're like, oh, I've got a spare room, why don't you just put it on Airbnb? But you'd get in trouble by your landlord if you didn't tell them that's what you're doing. So how do you go, how sure. do you go around that? So I think that transparency is key. Mm -hmm. So if you do business and you're just not transparent about what you're doing, then let's say if I rented a property for a year and then I invest my money into it and then they find out two months later and they're kicking me out basically. So yeah, what's in it for me? It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just like too much logistics and you're just going to lose. So it's better to explain them the benefits. And there's many benefits for the homeowner to have a tenant like me, because frankly, all the properties that I took so far um, after they had a long-term tenants were in pretty bad condition. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. then I went in and we painted and we fixed some stuff and that's, that's on my expense. Mm -hmm. So they basically get, get their property yeah. in a better condition and it's always being maintained because you're not going to have a guest walk in with broken totally. yeah. amenities or anything that is not top-notch because we're not a hotel, but I'm sharing the home. They, they pay money, yeah. so they want everything in a proper condition. So I think that's a big... Mm. Um, not that's, only that's that, like you're obviously renting for a long-term vision. Like you're you're wanting to have that lease for more than... The, the average tenant because an average tenant might want to move or whatever but you've obviously you want to rent that space out because you have a business right. attached to that rental so it's in it's yeah. your invested interest to make sure that that rental looks amazing and is in great condition I think that's so smart yes. I love that and so how long do you like on average how long do you usually hire out the places in that other model that you don't actually own and you're obviously renting from real estate it's like how long do you usually sign right. a lease for so this one actually came from my boyfriend because he was doing, so when we met, um, I was traveling by myself for a long time and he was doing his own thing, traveling to Costa Rica. And he was renting uh, one of the homes in Costa Rica. And when we connected, it was kind of weird because, oh, we're doing the same exact thing, but <laughs> just different models. So we partnered up in Costa Rica and kind of like expanded the portfolio. 
Yeah. So it was easier to reach out because he was living there five years prior. So he knew a lot of homeowners and to plug in everything to my system and collab was easy because now we had just a strong, two strongs account. And now you can do, um, you can do co-hosting on Airbnb so they can see my credibility with all my reviews and his reviews and together it's just like a no-brainer to How good with is that? us. That's great. So, but for your, what, what, what you were saying, um, I remember that one of my landlords, I actually rented one of their homes through a broker. And when I explained the broker, every, he wanted his commission, of course. <laughs> so he said about everything, yes, 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 it's great. And the first time, so I'm furnishing the apartment, we signed the lease, everything is good. And the first family I'm hosting was um, from Germany. Awesome people. They walk into the apartment and there's a little nipple full of water. There's a leak coming from the the upstairs apartment oh, that the long-term tenant obviously didn't care about the leak they have yeah. a bathroom <laughs> and on the day they check in they see that and they text me and minutes after the entire ceiling is opened up and water is coming oh, out no. <laughs> this was this was a total disaster and this was my third, my third property, but oh, right. my first disaster. So, so, but they were so cool. They're texting me, listen, we took a bucket. We took this. Everything is under control. <laughs> so I'm calling the plumber and I'm bringing him there and the landlord is coming in. So we fixed it with, within about two, three days. But the third day, it was a different reservation. So I explained right. the new guest. The other guests were cool. They even gave me five stars. They gave them beers. I, I gave yeah. them everything they wanted just like <laughs> to smooth it out. And they were super cool. And then there was another reservation. And when my landlord came again, he sees total different people. So then he, call, uh-huh. he calls me and he's like, I, I thought you're, what is going on here? Because I just thought it's how people are changing so quickly. I was like, well, let me explain. (laughs) Because I don't think, it seems like the broker did not explain Explain you what's going on here. So I explained him and I see his he's losing color from his face. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I ensured him that, it's all going to be fine if he's just going to give me a chance. Yeah. You know, give me a chance to show you that everything is going to be cool. And let's just take it from there. Yeah. So he, he gives me that chance. Well, we're already in, in a bind and we just started the rental. And I, I look like a, a nice girl, yeah. you know. Yeah. So we started like that. And after a while, we saw everything. It's cool. So we've been in a relationship for three years now. Cool. And everything is good, but you see, like that could be an issue if the broker didn't communicate to the homeowner, and then something happens, the truth will come out, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one way or another. So, so it's better to just be transparent. I'm the like, my brain is ticking right now because all of a sudden I'm just thinking, like, oh my gosh, like I've got to ring Maddie up. I've got to tell him about this. Yes, but yes. I'd love to learn. Like, I mean, it sounds amazing. It 
it obviously works for you. I'd love to know some challenges like that that you would run into. And I'm sure that our listeners are probably wondering as well, like, cool, like I'm keen to start something like this, but what are the potential issues or problems or challenges that come up for someone who, you know, obviously you've got over 10 properties that you manage. What right. what are some things that have popped up for you and, and how have you dealt with them? So I think uh, the main thing is managing expectations because if people come to your home and they don't know what to expect, then that's an issue. But when you lay out everything, including some people live in like small towns or in the mountains or it's super quiet then they go to New Jersey, they're, it's on the border with Manhattan, it's super loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People are like, oh, it was noisy. Oh, it was this. And you have to manage those expectations and really be um, sensitive with the communication. Yeah. You have sometimes people complain about things that they just didn't, didn't read on the listing and the listing is pretty clear. You yeah. have all the description there. Like people just don't. don't read. We And even more than that, I have such a great welcome email with links to transportation and directions to Manhattan and from Manhattan. Everything is just laid out for you. Just read. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even read that. <laughs> so that could be one challenge of, mm-hmm. about managing expectations. But then when you're managing remotely and you're not there, so when you're there, you can take care of everything, yeah. even yourself. But when you're away, you need to have a team you can trust. So two days ago, um, what I do, I do a check-in, check-out in, uh, the same day. So you can, uh, some people leave at 11, four hours later, I have another check-out, uh, check-in. So this, about two days ago, um, there was a problem with the plumbing and there was no water. So now yeah. people are coming from Switzerland. <laughs> They're landing <laughs> in four hours. There's no water in the apartment. Yeah. This is not third world country. <laughs> this is New Jersey. <laughs> it's New Jersey. They need water. <laughs> so I have a team that I trust. And um, my housekeeper is just like, it's my right hand. Yeah. It's my eyes and ears. And she's helping me with everything. So she checks, she checks in and she do her magic flipping the apartment over and mm-hmm. making it ready she's telling me oh, wait, there's no water and the, the plumber is here and he's saying that just tomorrow he can bring that part that he needs to the change fix. in the plumbing yeah. and um, I'm breathing in a disaster <laughs> <laughs> this is a disaster <laughs> so uh, she put the plumber on the phone and with my broken Spanish that I can explain plumbing situation, I explain <laughs> that guests are coming and we need water no matter what it takes, no matter how much money needs to be spent here. It has <laughs> yeah. to happen. We need water. So he understand that he understood the urgency and he just made it happen for me. But if I didn't have, you know, people I can trust, you need a team. Mm. You need a team you can trust while you're away and you also need to compensate them in the correct way yeah. for their time. You cannot be cheap when, when because mm-hmm. this is your freedom. Yeah. I'm in Mexico in paradise. They're in New Jersey. It's raining, pouring rain. Yeah. It's minus, yeah. <laughs> minus zero. It's just like, so you have to be, you know, you have to be generous and to value like what your friend, what your, um, your um, freedom worth. Yeah. yeah. So to me, it's like, that's, that's a challenge that, 
that you can face. But once you kind of like interview and you teach your team and you can be free. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think, something I was yeah. thinking though, because I know like even my partner and I will think of Airbnb being ours out like while we travel. But something that always comes in my head time and time again is what if, like I respect my home, but what if they don't respect sure. my home? Like does that ever worry you? What happens when stuff get, goes wrong or they, I've had a, a girl who airbnb at her home and she came home and it was trashed. Like mm. right. how do you protect yourself from that or does that happen? Or Right, so... Um, it starts with managing expectations, writing your um, house rules. So when people book, they agree to not smoke, no pets. Um, they need to, you know, even the littlest thing, like they go shopping. There's outlets in New York. Sometimes people, you come, like my housekeeper goes in and there's a pile of boxes, shoe boxes. <gasps> like she doesn't shopping. need to break those boxes. Down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, so you learn as you go, but I never had someone, you know, intentionally coming and trash the, the house. It's like probably half a percent. And when I say half a percent, it's not people who trash your home. It's just people that they have a different standard mm. of clean cleanliness. And like sometimes they maybe confuse that it's a hotel or it's home. But yeah. I think Airbnb also getting better at this. I don't book just with Airbnb. I, I book with booking.com with TripAdvisor and I guess there's more awareness of what is it when you open your home mm. and it's all about communicating especially when people are first timers mm. on Airbnb or anything like that so you want to kind of like convey hey this is my home I yeah. open it for you just treat it the way you're going to treat mm. your home and even better because <laughs> sometimes you don't know how people treat their home. Yeah, so, but that's, <laughs> a, that's a risk. That's a risk that you have to take, though, isn't it? Like it's a risk of your business. That that's something that right. you have stuff. You have an opportunity to make money, and obviously, it's an investment. But with that investment, also comes risk. Yeah. Yes, and I think um, you know it, it happened. Like diff- different things happen, but sometimes it can happen in your own home. Like yeah. I don't know. After three years, the the sofa bed got broken. Like it's a mechanism, but yeah. I have insurance on my sofa, mm. so someone came in, uh, and and sometimes a lot of hosts will put it on the guest. You know, oh, you broke the plate. Oh, you broke this. Oh, it's just like I'm like, it's a business expense. Yeah, yeah. Just the take it. Off. You can write it off. <laughs> you write it off. <laughs> you write it off. You get a new a new one, and it's all good. So you have to kind of like think. Yeah, outside well, the box. You know, it's just put yourself in their shoes. You know, maybe they broke a. Gl- a glass yeah it's not a big deal so you're in Mexico at the moment you're traveling um I'd love to know like what does a day in your life in your work life look like because obviously you get to travel around the globe and you have this amazing lifestyle but what does a day (laughs) in the life of Ori look like like when you're working so um it's it's an interesting question because when you control your time, <laughs> you really have to be on top of your, <laughs> what yeah. you're doing with your time, and you really need to be um, disciplined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just say. So, um, if I, I'm a morning person, some people wake up a little later, but I'm I'm an early riser. So when I wake up, maybe six, seven, depending on how late I was sleeping. Um, I first get to the business. So I will spend a few hours to see if there's new inquiries, if I need to take care of anything, update prices, whatever it is to boost um, the business. And then either I'll take um, a yoga class or we go to the gym and then we get some sun. 
on the beach because if you're in paradise, you better get your vitamin, your true vitamin, yes. your natural vitamin D. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, and then we go back home and um, we do intermittent fasting because we're trying to get on a, on a certain diet. You know, I just eat when I feel hungry, mm-hmm. not not before, not socially. It used to be, oh, let's have breakfast, let's have brunch, yeah. let's have lunch. Like you sit with people all day and you can just eat. It's <laughs> my favorite pastime though. <laughs> Eating makes me happy. Uh, you, you would be bad at intermittent fasting. I couldn't do I it. Like I've been intermittent fasting for about four months and I love it. Uh, I'm like, I if I'm not it. eating, I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat next. Like it preoccupies so much Love's time in my head. Food. I like, love food. <laughs> um, it's funny because I'm 33 years old and I never bef- before, well, in my 20s with the fastest metabolism and <laughs> training or anything, I never had six pack. But I've seen your six pack. You've got a good <laughs> six pack. I've seen that. I missed it. You come back from the sun and breakfast. Then what does work look like for the next of the day? So I, I work. I do more um, creative work after. So I will write my articles. I'll start working. So the new business that we're working on, yeah. we want to educate um, people in our business. I just feel it's, I have to share this mm. because a lot of people, the first question I get is, um, so what do you do? So I say, normally vacation rental business. So, oh, so do you own the properties? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what do you mean? So you manage for the owner, the properties? I was like, well, that's one model, but my other model is no, yeah. it's, a, it's a rental. People still with Airbnb and all this exposure and the traveling industry, they're not they don't get that concept. And even for homeowners, if they just flip their property and make it a short rental, that's, that's yeah. a different ballgame. But yeah. uh, it's just, um, it's interesting. So I work on that. Now we're doing, we're doing an online course and I'm starting to share everything on our YouTube channel. And we that. formed, we founded um, Jet Center Secrets, which is yeah. basically, hey, how do you travel? And you have a business. What do you do? So how can yeah. you afford this lifestyle and be in paradise? And I love that because I think it's so just, many people, especially when we work on social media, they just see these women creating mm-hmm. these lifestyles where they do travel a lot. And, yeah, they're mingling with cool people and doing these cool events. And But they don't see that, yes, you work behind the scenes, but there's yeah. smarter ways of right. working opposed to working yeah. per hour and showing up somewhere at 9 and finishing at 5. So. I love that you're creating a project where you're inspiring and teaching other women. That's the other way because I know that's something you're really passionate about as well. Mm. Yes. It's just it's it's like a calling, you know, yeah. you're you're doing this, you know everybody else can do this if they just had the tools and they knew the steps of how to do this. Yeah. And it's not that hard. You just need to be focused on what you want to do and start your first apartment and I promise you after the first one You'll see how it works. Oh my God, all I need to do is do whatever I do anyways, communicate text messaging and like creating a great experience for other people. They're coming from different countries and you're just facilitating the entire vacation for them by opening your home. Mm. That's a great model. Yeah. And the fact that you can... Like the fact that you're forward thinking and thinking about automating a a course so that people can learn, like that's just genius. I think I love when people (laughs) tap into automation and 
that's like that's passive income that's like true residual income and it just right. sounds like you're all over it. it's amazing yeah and and funny funny enough i think it's the new the new breed of passive income because if you think about it well you, you used to, with real estate you used to have to buy the property mm. and then you're getting whatever income you're the rental income but now you don't even have to buy it it's yeah. just just rent it and like yeah. furnish it and isn't it? <laughs> like, and so oh, why do I need to be in debt and like have all this money behind me and you can still make six figures so and it's funny enough I had um uh, one of my good friends he has um the biggest the biggest I've seen so far he has about 200 apartments in Manhattan where it's he illegal <laughs> yeah apparently new whatever york that, is like totally is. <laughs> airbnb is not allowed and, um, in new york or, or something is that he, what you mean it's um so in in manhattan you have to the rental has to be more than 30 days you can't do short term yeah right because there's a big challenge with the conflict with with all the hotels in manhattan um so they don't want to allow it and then there's some mm. kind of a, you know there's regulations but that's the biggest, the biggest community of hosts yeah. <laughs> is wow. in New York. <laughs> like the most rentals are in New York where it's illegal. Yeah. But, you know, there's, um, I guess, there's ways around it. But he has 200 apartments. And we had a conversation because I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll buy a property. And then he, he run the, he, we, we were running the numbers. He was like, why do you need to buy a property when you can make that say more cash flow from a mm. rental? And the entire, he has probably, he's dropping over a million dollar in rental, in rent every month. And wow. of course he has, you know, it's, yeah. it's millions. So why do you need to buy them? He's like, you don't need to buy them. If one doesn't work, you close it. You move the furniture to another yeah. one. Totally. <laughs> like, but if one didn't <laughs> like, work for you and you bought it. <laughs> and like, if one didn't work for you and you bought it. You're stuck with it now for the next 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> so, and also, I think I like this is what I love about talking to other people in business and lots of different types of business. But I think I'm hoping you'd probably agree is that there's no such thing as like a get rich quick scheme overnight thing. Like, I know mm. you've this is you're making a six figure income now, but how long have you been doing it for and how long did it take you to actually start like being able reaping to benefit? Yeah, reaping the benefits yeah. of the hard work that you right. did at the so, start. I think um, it took about six months for me to realize that it's better for me to rent an entire apartment and not just one room. Mm -hmm. And after the first year, well, I I added them up all in the first year because I realized there's something in here and everything happened quickly. I was like, oh, boom, one rental. And then I furnished everything. And the next month I did another one. And the next month, in the beginning, I spent so much time in furnishing because I wanted a different <laughs> look in each apartment. Um, yeah. So, and then the first year that I had my six apartments, that was the first year that I was making six figures. So it happened pretty quick because you realize the model. You're like, okay, if I duplicate this, I just do whatever I did on this one and just mm. it, it, it goes up. And and so let's talk figures. Like I'm sure people who are listening are really interested in like what are the costs that are involved in having a business like this? What's the turnover like? What's the income like? Like I'd love to know the nitty gritty. <laughs> so, okay, so prepare yourself. <laughs> this is the best part. <laughs> so let's say you rent an apartment. 
So normally, well, probably different countries have different standards, but you normally have to pay first month and a security. And um, other than that, you can you can furnish a two-bedroom apartment, like $7,000 fully equipped with everything you need. Mm. Um, and then what you have, this is the only business that you can return your investment in two, three months. Awesome. I don't know any other business. Well, online business, obviously, because yeah. it's more your time. Um, and then the only expenses you have is the rent and utilities. And even housekeeping, the guests are paying for the cleaning. Of course. Yeah, so it's in the face. that's not coming out of your pocket. So basically, it's it's nothing. <laughs> and like furniture, I It's guess. just like it's, it's a fun business. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. The, but crazy. the sad, the sad, the numbers are, and it's sad to me, that only less than 5% are really making six figures and more. Mm. Because normally people just make it as a side hustle and yeah. they're just uh, renting their extra room. And if they would take it just the next level and have a great team, and it doesn't have to be a big team, just need a really good housekeeper. Yeah. You teach her what to do and how to stage the place when people come in. And then you have your maintenance guy that if something happens or your plumber and just like people that you can give them a call. Yeah. Hey, I need this. Da, da, da. I love it. And that's what your new project is about, isn't it? It's about teaching people how to do what you've done and teaching them the ins and outs. That's what it is, isn't yes. it? Yeah. Yeah, because it's all about a system. Most people don't have a system, but if you have a solid system, and obviously you also need to know how to drive traffic to your listing mm-hmm. and how to list it and the pictures and how to draw the attention and how to get that five-star review because most guests, most hosts, they don't ask for a five-star review because it's kind of like, do yeah. I ask it? Do I no? You ask it. Yeah. If I delivered everything you expected, did I what earn your five star review? And because you earned mine, yeah. so I'm writing the review and then I ask their yeah, review back, totally. and that's what's growing your uh, and also collecting their emails because you never know when you're gonna need. You know, maybe you send a promotion and then you have people who are coming back, maybe outside of Airbnb or mm-hmm. from a different platform. But it's just like you maintain your your clientele yeah so there's a whole system behind it and if you don't do it the correct way you can grow yeah Yeah. if you want to grow you need a system it's kind of like doing it blind like you're sort of like I'm sure a lot of people do this they'll think oh I'll throw my property on Airbnb and make a few dollars (laughs) but they don't actually realize there's a system that they can follow and some things that they can do to maximize their income and even like what you were saying before with taking photos like people are so visual like uh, I know I am. Like when I'm looking for an Airbnb, I want the house to look nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going right. to like go and book a place that has iPhone like fuzzy photos. Like I want professional looking ones. So just, yeah, I, f- I feel like your course is going to be amazing. I can't wait to see the details about it. And where do people find you in your course? Where can they go if they want more info? So, so right now we're at jetcentersecrets.com and we are also starting our YouTube channel where over there, all the uh, training videos that we're going to upload are free and you can just learn. And I'm just giving it all away. All the secrets, Amazing. everything you need to know. And if you want to dive deeper, then you can take the course. Maybe the last question. I'd love, do you have any other, other questions you'd love to know? I'm thinking about like if anybody's tuning in and they're, they're like, you've, you've lit something up for them and you've got them thinking bigger and thinking smarter about making an income. What advice would you give to them if they're thinking they want to do something like this? 
Um, I think my first epiphany about this was when I was in my early 20s and I was in, my, in the army and I had my entire career laid out by my commander and it was great. And then one day I picked up a book by Robert Kiyosaki and you probably heard about it. <laughs> Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, good book. <laughs> and I read the entire series um, in one week. And after that week, I realized that in order to, I need passive income in order to mm-hmm. be comfortable, in order, I didn't want that timestamp, you know, the more, like, the amount of hours you put in is X amount of money. If you earn 15, 100, it yeah. doesn't matter per hour. Um, and that's a key. You want to use your talents and everybody have their own, you know, hidden talent or they don't even know it it exists, but you can teach other people and it doesn't matter if it's a business or it's a talent or you can just contribute and people just need to go out there. And today, like the radio that we used to have is today's podcast and the TV is YouTube and everything is just, everything is there. They just need to share it. And there's a lot of people that are looking for that information. So that's why I think people should just do it. (laughs) Do it. Good advice. (laughs) Just have to do it. Great (laughs) advice. Whatever your fears are in the background, you just have to do it. It's and 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 it is scary in the beginning, especially when you have you're putting money into it. But if you're not invested, you're not mm. going to go all for it. You have to be invested. You have skin <laughs> in the game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for chatting with us. It's been it's been so amazing. Like, I've had so many light bulb moments and it's been amazing to speak with you. You as well. <laughs> yeah, I just love I just so love chatting to other women around the world who are just who are passionate about sharing that message and mm. just I know like you said sometimes you go to a school and you learn a certain way of making an income or a certain way you got to do a job and it was the same thing I think that Rich Dad Poor Dad was the first book that kind of got me thinking mm. like like change your mentality yeah like if it. I'm working yeah. for a living how do I live when I start working whether or not that's because you have yeah. illness or you fall pregnant or you retire or like if your partner you lose your partner like and I think it's cool for young women to actually get out there and start mm. educating young women and like I love the fact that you're doing that new program just so if if the knowledge is out there like you said you've got you've got podcasts you've got YouTube you've got your beautiful program if you want to do something like this you don't have to be an expert there's women yeah. who are actually wanting to teach you how they've done it yeah and I love that and about you, you. you're mm-hmm. you're becoming an expert once you're doing mm. this one thing you're becoming good at it and and then you become an expert and then you can just share it and People just need to really look it up. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's all it. there. This is how um, I have passion for photography and videography and have no clue how to edit a video. And <laughs> you go to YouTube, you start learning <laughs> all these right? softwares yeah. and, and then, oh, you know how to edit a video. Yeah. So it just really, just go out there. Look it up. There's Google. Or even <laughs> for YouTube. our listeners, for our listeners, go check out or it's um you can go on your Instagram because I know just stalking yeah. you, you can see how to get good six pack abs. You can see some of the travels <laughs> that you guys do. Like I love following you. So yeah, definitely guys, if you want something to watch, go check out Oritz Adventures. They're so much fun. <laughs> Thank you again so I had much. So much fun, girls. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> fun. great. Thank you for having me. Yay. Our pleasure. Bye.